0: Welcome, I'm your host, Rashad Rich indisputable. Good to be with you. Here's the thing, a deal is a deal. See, I'm actually happy, I'm elated. As a matter of fact, I'm damn proud that progressives are standing up to corporate Democrats. You see what happens when you get some numbers on your side? You can't really be bullied like you used to. There was a time, ladies and gentlemen, when progressives made deals, negotiated with Democrats, corporate Democrats in order to get a better policy for you and I. They were always bullied at the end of the deal. where many of the Democrats started to look like Republicans in policy rather than true progressives. Well, that day is done. Progressives are holding their feet to the fire. I have with me to talk about this and a little more, none other than the legendary Michael Moore, Oscar winning filmmaker. And an extraordinary person, brother. I told you before the show, man. I just appreciate all you do for the culture. Host of the critically acclaimed Rumble with Michael Moore podcast. Make sure you check out that podcast. It is amazing, my brother. How are you?
1: I'm I'm well. Thank you for having me on. I'm honored in, and and uh, uh, thanks for what you just said about uh, progressives, liberals, Democrats uh, having a spine. Finally, uh, it's the only way we're ever going to fix anything. We have to stand up, and 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 yes, sometimes that means you're going to lose. But um, you know, go back to any part of our history. You know, Martin Luther King didn't. He, he never said, "I'm marching today, but I'm only marching so that only half of Black Americans can have their civil rights." You know, they when women got the vote, they didn't say, "Only women who are married can have the vote." you know there's there's no more uh, uh, cutting the pie splitting it off uh, it's it's civil rights for everybody it's yeah. equal rights for everybody that's right and and it's and it's in this case with this with this um, human infrastructure bill we're, what are we talking about here uh, we're, we're going to make it so that old people can get a hearing aid. We're going to add that to Medicare in this bill. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna allow our elderly to go to the dentist and not have to worry about the bill. We're gonna put that into it's in this bill in this infrastructure bill, putting that into into a, a, a Medicare. You know, you go down the list of things of what <laughs> these progressives are standing for. This isn't some crazy stuff. This is real. This is childcare. Anybody who's had kids living through this pandemic man i mean to how how i don't i mean my child is now an adult i don't know how parents have done this but this infrastructure bill is to help take care of that is there's so many great things in this bill and uh if progressives back down, back down now here's what's going to happen in next year's election um people like you and i will vote But a lot of people are gonna go, what did they do? I voted for these people, they didn't do anything for me. Mm -hmm. What could be easier to get passed than the John Lewis voting rights bill? And they couldn't do that. The Democrats couldn't do that. They, they they, They couldn't pass the George Floyd Justice and Police Act bill. They couldn't do that. Why am I going to vote? So but then I'll say, well, okay, I have to vote. We all should vote. Here's what it's gonna, it's gonna be a depressed vote, which means, um, and I only have one class in political science uh, (laughs) in my one and a half years in college, but I know what this means. A depressed vote is uh, people are gonna vote, but they're not gonna be excited about it because the Democrats didn't do anything during these two years. So they're not going to actively go out and bring 10 people with them. They're not not gonna volunteer every Saturday. In the month before the election, to go out door to door, they're not going to be excited, because what are they to be excited for? We couldn't pass voting rights. We couldn't fix our broken police system. We couldn't give hearing aids to the elderly. Well, what am I excited about here? What what is it I'm? And what I would say is, um, first of all, I would say to Joe Manchin and, and Kirsten Cinema, shame on you.
0: Really, yeah, the epitome of a sellout.
1: Yeah, we did elect Joe as president of the United States, got 10 million more votes than the other guy, but we elected Joe Biden, not Joe Manchin. That's right. Come on, brother. I don't, this man, uh, you know, he should just call up Joe Biden and say, Listen. Uh, I don't even know why I'm not voting for this, but I will vote for it if you will do X, Y, and Z for the poor people of West Virginia that I represent. Do that for them, give me the credit for it, and uh, and I'm I, and I'll I'll go your way. Isn't that that's what old politics used to be about?
0: Well, that's the horse trading game, right, the horse uh, Michael?
1: Trade. Yeah. And right uh, now, frankly, uh, and and it used to be called pork. Uh, I'd yeah, say hey go. And Kirsten, as much pork, make it pork day mm-hmm. in DC, pork for them, but it's because it's really, it's not, it's not for their, it's not going in their pockets. It's going for the people of Arizona and Georgia and, and West Virginia and all the places that need it. Just give it to them. But yeah. don't, but, but to let this moment go by in history, this would be. The saddest thing I think if this happens- Well, he's
0: destroying not yeah. only good policy. Now, literally, yeah, you know this, Michael, Yeah, what progressives are saying is really for Joe Biden to keep his original campaign promise. That's the irony of the whole damn thing. They're yeah. literally holding Joe Biden closer to his policy agenda that he campaigned on than Joe Biden is holding himself accountable right. to the policy agenda that he campaigned on. So now you have this fork in the road, right? Yes. where you must have all of your Democrats support this. Which means you can now effectively do some things in the minority inside of the Democratic Party that you may not be able to do later. You can Correct. do that now. Correct. Um we're, we're in this um, social reality, brother. Yes. Where people on the other side of the political aisle, they're no longer even having the same conversations that we have. There was a time in politics we were both having the same or very similar conversations. Now, they're not even talking about equitable principles. They're not talking about um, higher education affordability. They're not even talking about these things. And we are at a place where we're literally willing to allow them to back out of a, a, a human infrastructure bill that could change the reality and lives of everyone in this country. It's outcomes that they're afraid of.
1: Yeah, and, and what I would say to these two senators is, um, guess what? There's an election next year, mm-hmm. uh, Mansions not up until 2024. But what we will do, if you cause this thing to go down the drain. What we will do, uh, there are a number of Republican senators that have already announced their retirement, uh, North Carolina, um, uh, uh, Rob Portman in Ohio. Uh, Toomey in Pennsylvania these are blue, blue states of Pennsylvania and and uh, and we've got a purple state with uh, with North Carolina uh, the senator Republican senator from Missouri is not going to run so we will make sure that we run great Democrats in these states and instead of having 50 in the Senate next year after next November's election uh, we'll have 52 we may have 54. And we won't need you, Mr. Manchin. And so you won't hold this power over us ever again. We'll never forget that you did this. We'll work uh, to primary you uh, when it's time to do that. Uh, But you cannot stop the American people. It's not just that there's these um, 60 progressives. This is also uh, the fact that the majority of our fellow Americans, every poll, go to any poll, every poll shows The majority of our fellow Americans believe women should be paid the same as men. That's right. The majority of our fellow Americans believe the minimum wage should be at least $15 an hour. The majority of our fellow Americans believe the government has no right to tell a woman what to do with her body. Uh, The majority of our fellow just go down the list. The majority of our fellow Americans are actually progressive. They are demanding this, they want this. And to remember Biden in the Senate, he was not a progressive. And so the fact that he's been able to pivot because he understands the country he lives in. Oh, Yeah, that's right. The American people, they want this voting rights bill passed. They want to see policing changed. They want these things. And so I as president am going to give it to them. To his credit that he's pivoted this way, I think is a remarkable, Thing, and I give him much credit uh, for that. But um, this is not a lost cause. We are not going to lose uh, this. We may lose a battle, but we won't lose, uh, we will not lose the war.
0: I like how you said that. And I remind people constantly, Michael, that there is no finality in democracy, not true democracy. You get opportunity after opportunity, and sometimes it's like a chess game. It's not about taking the pieces off the board, but it's about creating position so that you can make the ultimate checkmate. And sometimes you may have to lose a piece or two in order to get the position that you need to win the whole game. Brother, it has been a pleasure having you on Indisputable. Looking forward to your podcast. I want to make sure everybody checks it out, gives it a high rating. Rumble with Michael Moore, one of the smartest cats out there. Thank you so much, brother. So kind
1: to say that and thank you for having me on day and allowing me the opportunity to say these things.
0: My
2: pleasure, come back anytime. All right, take care. You too. Something really
0: ridiculous, okay? This is a Methodist University, a white college student who belongs to a sorority decided to make a presentation to talk about how ugly black people are. I kid you not, this is a real presentation. A white college student at Methodist University, has come under fire after doing a PowerPoint presentation on what features she finds ugly, using only pictures of black students on the school's football team. Here's the graphic. Let me put that back up. It's a damn shame. According to the Instagram account Fayetteville Hip Hop, the female student put on the presentation in the dining hall and mentioned characteristics such as big nostrils, dreads, and big lips as ugly. And once again, she highlighted her fellow college students to do this. She used photographs of black students on the football team to detail her argument. And also used photos of white students over the years as a comparison for attractiveness. So black, ugly, white, attractive, black, big nose, dreadlocks, big lips unattractive, all of these white people, highly attractive. This happened on a university campus. The account says the student's name is Taylor, and that she is a member of Alpha Data Pi, that's a sorority on campus. Both Taylor's Instagram and the sorority's Instagram have been disabled. Sorority has now been suspended. The student Taylor sent a statement to a member of the football team she referred to in the presentation. So let me read this statement in full, okay? Hello, first off, I want to apologize to you and your entire family. I did not mean for any of this to be targeted towards individuals and certainly did not mean any of this in a malicious way. So let me just pause there, okay? I don't know how you did not mean it to be targeted toward an individual when literally you decided to fully prepare and edit and get pictures. You know how hard it is to make a damn PowerPoint presentation. You don't you don't accidentally make a PowerPoint presentation. She put time, energy, effort, research, and everything into this. It continues, I am beyond sorry, and I understand that it does not make up for it. This situation is being handled by the school, and I am fully aware how my actions cause pain to others, and I will accept full responsibility, the punishment that is decided with this matter with the school. Again, I am truly sorry and did not mean for this to hurt anybody, and it was not targeted at African Americans in any way. Let's put up the graphic again. Let's okay. She says that was not targeted to African African Americans. Now remember the context. All of the black people ugly. And then she made another presentation all of the white people attracted. But in her apology, she says she did not mean to hurt anyone. It was not targeted at African Americans in any way. I can promise that. Again, I am very sorry and will be accepting responsibility for my actions. Um, Let's just say for the sake of argument, what she says is true. I don't believe it. I think she is remorseful that she got caught. I don't think what she's saying in this half-baked apology is true. But let's say it is true, let's say she decided to do this really insensitive, highly racist thing, and she is not aware of her racism. Well, that's called implicit bias. What is implicit bias? Research on implicit bias suggests that people can act on the basis of prejudice and stereotypes without intending to do so. The definition doesn't fit what she did. You mean to tell me that literally you talked about black people. You put pictures up of only black people. You then referred to traits that you attribute to only black people. And then you made the comparison to whiteness as attractive and these black people as unattractive. You mean to tell me that you are engaging in implicit bias, not intentional bias, by using, your basis of prejudice saying that it's not connected to race. It's a ridiculous apology and it's a ridiculous reality that we're living in. Um we're going to continue to follow that story, but naturally um the institution has a lot to answer for as well. All right? Okay. There's a bus driver, and I'm really trying to get more information on this. But there's a bus driver who has been stabbed to death in front of children and this happened in Pasco, Washington. This was a Washington State Elementary School. The bus driver is Richard Lenhart, 72 years of age, okay? He was taken to a regional hospital and he died of these injuries. He was in the process of boarding children when the man walked on the board and attacked him, walked on board and attacked him. This is Longfellow Elementary, let's put up a picture of the bus and the school area. According to Tri-City Herald, the bus driver was picking up children after classes ended for the day at Longfellow Elementary School. When a man got on the bus, said the police, it's not clear when or why the man boarded the bus. Police were called at 3.09 PM for reports of a stabbing on 301 North 10th Avenue. After the driver was assaulted, he apparently lost control of the bus, drove over a curb and sidewalk before hitting some bushes and a tree at the school. Here's the irony, the attacker literally waited for the police. According to the report, the attacker did not leave the area and waited for police to arrive and cooperated with authorities as he was arrested, said the police captain. Children in the bus and others outside the school were taken back inside. None of them were hurt, thank God. Parents were called by the school to pick up their children. This is a statement, to school employees by the superintendent. We are devastated by the tragic loss of one of our own. Our focus right now is on supporting our students and staff who are deeply impacted by this tragedy. School counselors have been made available. I highlight this story to remind everyone that even though the dangers of COVID in school systems, that's a real danger. These parents coming to schools, fighting school board members, protesting, getting into physical combat with other students, real dangers. But there are other real dangers as well, random acts of violence, as well as targeted acts of violence. And now, even though no kid was injured on this bus, they are psychologically injured because of what they saw. This should be a sober reminder, especially to parents like myself and others. While we may focus on some of these other dynamics connected to the school system, let us not forget that there are other dangers out there. We have to be mindful to take care of our babies from top to bottom. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back. We got a lot of show left. Don't forget the XL Bullpen. Myself and Charlie Kirk debated actually for an hour and 40 minutes plus that entire debate. You don't want to miss it. If you saw that one hour, we ended up talking about racism in America, where he asked me, was um Jefferson one of my heroes? I said, My hero is Harriet Tubman. You have to see that debate. I don't know what made Charlie Kirk want to debate race with me, but he did. And you can find that full debate on the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, okay? Anywhere you get your podcast, ACAST, Apple, Spotify is there. Make sure you connect, like it, give us five stars, follow it, give us five stars, okay? All right, we got the conversation coming up, 530 Eastern Time, 230 Pacific Time, tyt.com slash live right before the Young Turks. Jank talks to Maryland State Delegate about his efforts to remove cops from schools. Should be a great, great conversation. You can get all of those remarkable interviews at youtube.com forward slash TYT conversation. All right, TYT member, RS King Black Dragon, rejoice for Dr. Richie, warrior of facts, slayer of Charlie Kirk is here. <laughs> you know what's interesting? And I got to say this, Even on the Turning Point USA YouTube page, a lot of Republicans actually gave me a lot of love. I did not expect that. And I've been tagged by Republicans all over the country who said, hey, I actually disagreed with A, B and C until I listened to you. Now I only disagree with C. That's how you open minds, facts, clear, concise data, and an authentic approach about what you believe. Mary Bryan. Will the age still be lower to sixty? This would help my husband and actually make it to retirement. We could change jobs to ones that are not killing us physically. I am fifty seven. He is fifty nine. I, I, I hope to God. Yes, okay. We'll follow up on that. Make it see the silver hair dragon, big lips. When I was young, I was often told that my full lips were very attractive. So they're full because I'm white and big if they're black. Wow, that's an interesting observation. YouTube super chat. Dragonheart, you are amazing, and you are amazing as well. Dragonheart, thank you for that. Matt Silvers, finally, Michael Moore, T.Y.T. I've been waiting for that. Thank you. We had the big homie, Mike V. Um, now you know why they do the doll test every year, and it's the same results every year. T.J.A., you are so right, Michael Moore. President Biden, Democrats voted out a traitor. Prove that. You would do what you were voted in office for Biden in the filibuster. My sentiment exactly twitch Frankie underscore Z13. Progressives have always had spines It's the damn leaders that has always been fought off. Dragon Penny cinema doesn't give a damn about the people in Arizona. No true words have been spoken. Okay, a Detroit cop sucker punched a man who wasn't trying to do anything. Totally unprovoked, 100% unprovoked. A, now, a former Detroit cop is facing criminal charges. It begins, this is so insane. It begins with a former officer asking a citizen, do you need help? The citizen responds, don't worry about it, I'm good. An officer is then heard insulting the clothing of the man. You're wearing a weird ass coat he says, from there it gets worse. You can see a former officer, his name is Anthony Smith. Tell his partner to hold his things, hinting a confrontation is about to unfold. So let's put up one of the graphics, okay? Black male walking down the street bothering no one. The police, they start to engage him. The guy wants to fight him. He wants to fight. The police, they want to fight this guy. This guy's not bothering anyone. The man replies, You're the you're a police officer. Why would I try to fight you? You're a police officer. The officer tells him, shoot your shot. Now remember, the officer then told another cop, hey man, hold my stuff. This guy's doing nothing to this cop. Hold my things. The guy responds, but you're a police officer shoot your shot. Seconds later, the man removed his shirt to prove that he is not armed. He did not even remove his shirt in an aggressive way. He just wanted to let these cops know, I do not have a weapon. And when he did so, the officer goes into his face and sucker punches the man. After punching the citizen, Smith and others decided to make an arrest for resisting And obstructing. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Literally, this man, and come back to me, this man was only walking down the street. He's walking down the street. The police, they decided to bother him. Now, they provoked this whole thing from top to bottom. He never tried to fight the officer back, he never struck the officer, he was sucker punched. He made sure the officers knew he had no weapons. He took off his clothing to prove this. Why does he have to do this? Here's what I think happened. Now, this is speculation. But based on what I've seen, it seems as if those cops made a bet among themselves that the next person who walked by, they were going to do this to that person. And don't tell me that's impossible. Don't tell me, oh no, the police would never do such a thing because we have literally seen cops flip a coin to determine if they're going to arrest the citizen or not before they even engaged the citizen. So we know it happens. When you look at the facts of this particular situation, nothing was natural about this encounter. It did not escalate. It did not have a criminal element. They only could arrest the guy for obstruction and he didn't even try to resist the arrest. He was simply asking, why am I being arrested? I didn't do anything wrong, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, here's an image of the man um, without a shirt on and this is how he was punched. Let's go to that image. He literally had his hands behind his back and was sucker punched. He wanted to make sure he was not a threat. He did not pose the optics of a threat and he was sucker punched in the face. We've learned now, that Officer Smith has resigned and will appear in court November 12. Police say other officers were also suspended. While this happened back in December of 2018, the attorney, Dion Webster Cox says she's filed a lawsuit. That's what makes it current. She has now filed a lawsuit because her client suffered a false arrest, false imprisonment emotional distress, assault and battery, and gross negligence. Now, this is the same department where a cop was charged with punching a mentally ill naked woman. Let's put a picture of that cop up. Same department, same police agency, that's Corporal Dwayne Jones, punched a naked, mentally ill woman. And then this happened. There's another one. Remember the cop who knocked down an unarmed black man walking on the sidewalk? That one went viral. Same police agency, same people, same individuals. Now, they are reluctant to give us the names of everybody. We're still trying to get the other cops who were involved in the original incident that we're highlighting on the show today. But they didn't give us all of the names. There are many that were connected. We even think some that were out of the view of the camera. But here's the police chief. His name is James E White. Yeah, there you have it, right?
2: Serve and protect, damn shame. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, I wish a Karen
2: You
1: want
2: to
1: call the police on them for having a barbecue on a yeah, Sunday? You're, you're I to
3: you must feel free! Back off! I'm there's an African American man threatening my life. Say, hey, Beth? No. How's it going, Beth? I think you know why we, what we're doing here, right? I don't know. I can cause a scene if you don't want to be honest. Who's this? We're Dad's Against Predators. Okay. So we catch people that are trying to solicit online kids. Well, I'm glad you're here. Right. Because the only reason I came down was to wipe the phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why would you want to wipe it? Because you were doing something wrong, wasn't you? I have all the screenshots. Yeah. So I can make a scene. Let's be honest. What did you want that 15 year old girl to come here for? To wipe
0: the phone. This is such a sad story. This is a serious one, okay, very serious, because it's dealing with an alleged child predator whose carenicity is also off the charts, okay? There's more video, here's the second part of that.
3: Cuz I didn't realize- I thought you wanted her to have fun with your husband and you were scared she was a cop. No. That's um, what you said. Yeah, so that you could come so I could wipe your phone. Because why would you want to wipe the phone? Attention. You knew she was. You knew she. How old she was? You kept on no, saying, I "I'm d- scared. I, I, I don't want the cops to come. I don't want to get in trouble." So let's be honest. Or first, I'm going to start yelling. Will you please listen. Okay. I'll listen. All right. Because you're really cutting me off right now, and I mean, that's not exactly cool. What I don't do think it's cool to meet up with children. To bring yeah. See, to I don't either. You do. But I didn't pay attention to the age. You did. Until after the fact.
0: Okay, so here's the allegation from Dads Against Predators. There was a back and forth with who she believed to be a 15 year old girl. She wanted to solicit this girl for sexual purposes. She also made mention that the 15 year old girl could join her and her husband. The 15 year old girl or what she believed to be a 15 year old child told her where to meet her at. And that is where the engagement begins. Now she's saying that this guy is being rude to her. Here's another video.
3: You said you you were telling her husband she's only three years older than your son, but five seconds ago you were just talking about have you ever done anything with a girl? So let's be honest. I needed her to come so I could wipe the phone. Why did you need her to come to wipe the phone? You know how stupid that sounds? Yeah, do you not realize that I- Think of a lie, think of a lie. To the age, which I've already said three or four times now, right? Then why would you want to wipe the phone?
0: Okay, now the information that we have is provided to us directly by This post, the individual who's there, Dads Against Predators, big ups to them and the work they do continuing to expose individuals who would try and lure a child for sexual reasons. I just want to remind people that sexual predators can come in all shapes and sizes, all backgrounds, ethnicities and religions. You have to be vigilant. Now, obviously, this particular individual, her carinicity is astounding even when she is caught in this trap. Okay, we got another one, double dose.
1: You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday. You're I feel friend. back off. I'm going to tell there's an African American man threatening my life.
0: This male Karen literally beat himself up. Now he's screaming to a bystander. He's doing this from a chair that's not connected to a table. I don't know why he's sitting in a chair looking directly at the street crowd, okay? He's just talking and yelling and screaming. Guy walks up to him, you see what happens. Let's put up the graphic of him being in mid flight. That's when he knew he really had made a bad life decision. Obviously, he's been waiting to try this move for a long time, obviously. Who gets up and tries to do some kind of, I don't know what it's called, I'm not a Kung Fu guy. Here it is, yeah, he's, yeah. See, this is what happens when you practice fighting in a mirror, okay? Um this was a really interesting situation. Here's what we know um, tough male Karen, shown in his chair, not attached to a table, while arguing with another man outside. He says, Shut your effing mouth, says the male Karen inside the restaurant. Uh, he jaws back and forth with the other man until he stands up, and the man standing outside comes swiftly in his direction. Now, let me remind you the man that walked toward him never, never physically assaulted, never defended himself. Could have, could have but did not because the man did a good job at beating himself up. As he approaches, you clearly see the male Karen throws what would have been a hellacious kick, lifting himself off the ground. It was embarrassing, he connects with air and finds himself on his back. What were you thinking, dude? We got more,
2: it's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back. We got a
0: lot more of show left. Good to have every single one of you with me. Um, don't forget if you missed the airing of XL Bullpen with me and Charlie Kirk debating, download it now, go now. The full one hour and 40 minutes plus, I promise you, you will not regret it. You can go to a for the podcast Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Richie or wherever you get your podcast from. Please do that. Make sure you rate us five, okay? Thank you. The conversation, uh, don't forget 5.30 p.m. Eastern time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific time, tyt.com slash live. Before the Young Turks, Jenk talks to a Maryland state delegate about his efforts to remove cops from schools. Make sure to subscribe and watch all the interviews, youtube.com slash tyt conversation. Indisputable merchandise. I wish you Karen Wood, on deck. I won't stop tease, on deck, okay? Make sure you get yours now. Shop tyt.com, shop tyt.com, and it is right there. Let me read some of these amazing comments. I have Kelly O'Hara. Sorry everyone, no poem today. I gotta say it in plain language. You have to be skeptical you have to be a special excuse me kind of cold to kill someone in front of kids and then wait for the cops like nothing happened. What the hell Jerry Abend, the black dragon. Do the police think we live in a video game? Yeah, YouTube super chat domino dent John Claude Van Dummy shaking my head. I'll break it down says, She's helping traffic young girls because she's a woman, so she's supposedly more trustworthy. Yeah, and that's the the guy who put the post, he did not really go into that element of it. But clearly, according to the back and forth text messages, she was pulling or allegedly pulling this 15 year old in to have relations with her husband as well. All right, see here, where's Q, gotta get her, go get her. Um, Sam Hill Vimes, any studies about ivermectin against Karenitis? We need to do some research on that. Twitch, two man underscore 1051. The guy wasn't even under arrest, but charged him for resisting. That's the way it goes. You know, they planned that whole thing, I believe, from top to bottom. Uh, Jax Drax, he learned to fight at the Karen Academy. Um, <laughs> fat, fat guy named, Tiny John Claw Van, don't. All right. Let me bring your attention to a really, really horrific story. Young Asian woman is punched in the face, busted lip, her teeth fractured, multiple injuries. All of this happened. White male comes up to Jennifer Chen. Let me do this. I want to show you the video first. Here it is.
2: He, he assaults nine me. One. He assaults me. One one. He assaults me. One one. Yeah, I will. Then deal with I will. Nine what, one. The nine one
3: one. what the actual? What
1: the actual? I said call 911 are harassing
3: you. You are the one who
2: physically assaulted me. You
3: call 911. You're
1: harassing me.
2: What are you talking about? You hit my friend in the I have never What's
1: touched your, your friend. What's your name? I never touched your friend, There's cameras you're harassing here. There's cameras me. 100%, here. then they'll see you're a complete liar. Look at the camera, is your friend a liar?
0: No,
2: just
0: you assaulted underwater? my friend. You didn't touch your friend. It's all on camera, she's harassing me. Crazy white chick. <laughs> Multiple witnesses say they saw this man punch this young woman. Multiple witnesses, surveillance camera caught the assault. He's walking away saying call 911, you are harassing me. Now obviously in his very privileged mind, he believes that if the police come, they're going to believe him over her. Let me give you a little background to this very scary incident. This crime that took place in LA. The incident left Miss Jennifer Chen, who's a Canadian national with multiple physical injuries and mental trauma. She filed a report with the Los Angeles Police Department at West LA. Which promised to contact her once a detective is assigned to her case. This young lady said she was diagnosed with a concussion, lip laceration, dental pain, and multiple tooth root fractures. With one already dead and needing a root canal treatment. The other two front teeth might die tomorrow or years from now and will need root canals and veneers or extraction and implant, she added. Chen could not remember her assailant's exact words. She said, I do recall him saying effing Asians or words to that effect. We have seen the rise of Asian hate in this country, much of it perpetuated by a political narrative to seek division. And that's exactly what you see happening in the societal construct around us. Now naturally, we want to make sure that justice is served. As of now, the attacker has not been fully identified. We cannot confirm that guy's name. We do want him to be brought to justice. We want this woman to have justice. In order to do that, there's a process, it's called due process. He will have the right to face his accuser in a court of law. He has been accused. There is an active police report saying he assaulted this woman, multiple witnesses and surveillance footage. We have to all be outraged by things like this. And let me also say this about the strength of this young lady. I want you to put yourself in her shoes for a moment. I've seen some of the back and forth on social media. Some people are literally asking, what does she say to him? What does she do? She was in a vehicle. It doesn't matter. He committed an act of violence and then tried to cover it up. Why is that cover up important? Evidence of a guilty conscience. That's why. That part is very important. And then he's in his gaslight routine. He wants her to seem crazy. Oh no no no! You and this white woman saying I did the. These are crazy people. I'm a white man, you must believe me, over these women. We're going to continue to follow this story to see exactly what will be done in the space of justice as it relates to this young lady. Let me give you another story where justice is being served. We covered this before, Miami officers who decided to attack two people, okay? They were charged with misdemeanors. We say it on this show, that is not enough, damn it. What they did warranted felony charges. Well, guess what? Those charges have now been upgraded. Let me take you to Miami. Three Miami Beach officers now face felony charges for what they did in their brutal arrest of two black men. Let's go to the first video.
2: Here, Sergeant Perez comes back You'll see this right here, watch there. Did you see that kick there? Okay. There it is, and slow motion replay. So that's three times by Sergeant Officer Perez. So for these actions, Miami Beach Police Sergeant Jose Perez is being charged today. We then have Miami Beach Officer Kevin Perez. This video appears to show Kevin Perez kicking Mr. Crud up at least four times. Let's see. You see the back there. That's officer. That's a different angle. He's a body worn canvas at this point.
0: Yeah. Okay. The victim here was physically assaulted by multiple police officers. They do this press conference, they say, hey, we're going to give them misdemeanor charges. No way in the hell that's a misdemeanor. And we said that on Indisputable, no way in the hell is that a misdemeanor. Now, the prosecution agrees with us. It was actually a felony. But that wasn't the only felony. There's more. Vaughn, a bystander, was recording the arrest of this victim. Not breaking the law, not committing a crime, trying to be a good citizen, trying to be a responsible person. Um, backing away at the instruction of an officer when one of the officers decided to tackle Vaughn to the floor and repeatedly punch him. Here's the video of that.
2: So you see, we think the officers here saying back up and you'll see him take about four steps back with his camera. Now you see Officer Sabatier uh, running in and tackling him there. Now if you hold him right there, now what you see is after he's tackled this is actually this, these are his shorts mm-hmm. And that's a fist right there. And watch watch what happens next. Now what you see there is a series of punches in the back rib, rib cage area or kidney area, but it's on the back. You see that there? Now we have the body worn camera video of officer David Revis, who appears to show Mr. Vaughn actively backing away from the officer Rivas. remember when you saw that? Initially, but nonetheless, Officer Sabatier then pins Mr. Vaughn against the column. Well, approximately 12 seconds later, while he's being handcuffed, it's Officer Rivas, thank you, who's repeatedly striking Mr. Vaughn, as I said, in the ribcage area.
0: Yeah. So three of those cops, their charges have been upgraded to felonies. All of those cops should be charged with felonies even if the felony is violation of oath of office. The felony version of the statute, every single one of them are responsible for what happened to those two individuals. The culture has to transform. Let me show you the police chief, Art Acevedo. That's your police chief. He's the guy, he's the man in charge, Buck stops with him. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, take care of yourself, take care of each other and take care of the planet. Remember, the
2: truth is always indisputable.